podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Matt and I'm joined for a very, very special edition by Andy. I am mate. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us, Matt and I. How are you doing, mate? Better than my singing voice, aren't I, by the sounds of it? Well, the thing is that um, we said on the Arsenal game that this is the best two of the leads that crew, so this should be a particularly good match day podcast, by all accounts. I'm singing, you're rapping, this is <laughs> going to be special. And we're here to discuss our home fixture with Sheffield Wednesday. Last time we played them, it was my birthday, and uh, we had an entertaining nil-nil draw. Um, Gary Monk... It was a good nil-nil draw, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it was the first time we'd got a point out, out of uh, Gary Monk under Bielsa. Was it really? Yeah, because uh, Birmingham did the double over us last year, and we've since done the double oh, over Birmingham yeah. as well. Yeah, of course. Of course. I was thinking when we went to Middlesbrough, but we, uh, we had Christiansen in charge then, didn't we? So the head-to-head for this game is games won, 39, games drawn, 26, and games lost, 33. So we've just about got the edge over uh, Sheffield Wednesday in our history. And what are our plans for the game? Well, I'm going to see you in a few matter of hours, really, aren't I? Yeah, but you're uh, you're in your jollies, aren't you? I am. I'm on holiday. I'm at um, Sherwood Forest Centre Parks on a family holiday. But I'll be taking a quick break to nip up the motorway to Elland Road for... What's a pretty big game, isn't it? Oh, mate, very big game. And you know what? After the last performance on the Arsenal podcast, I can confirm I am extremely up for today. I cannot wait. Good, it's about time, mate. Mate, I'm buzzing. We're back to what we need to be doing. We're back to the big games. We're back to the ones that matter. And I can't wait just to see us walk out on that pitch and hopefully do the business. What is it that's exciting you most about today? Is it the fact that... Jamie Shack and Pablo are allegedly back in the squad. Well, that does help, doesn't it? When the, when the magician, I think the magician will come off the bench today. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jamie Shack come on today at some point either. But I, I think I'm just excited because, as I say, we're back to what I think is the important stuff, and it's a big game. I hate Gary Monk. <laughs> Chef Wednesday ate us, so it's just a really nice kind of bit of a little rivalry going on. It's a Yorkshire derby. Both teams are doing all right. We're doing very well. They're not doing too shabby. I can't wait for them to get by this massive points deduction. And yeah, I'm I'm just really up for it. And we've not got any new signings in the squad yet, but if you've been following uh, Leeds United on social media and on the forums this week, you'll know that there's been a lot of speculation and a lot of excitement about players coming in. Have you been following it? I have, yeah. I've been... Uh, Last night, I got a little bit giddy following a player that I'd never heard of until last night, and now I'm convinced he's the, he's the second coming. Is it Ian Pervader by any chance? What a glorious name he's got. <laughs> My old man's called Ian, so I can say the name's not the most exciting. But then he's called, is it Carlos Pervader? Um, yeah, I think he's called Ian Carlos Pervader Ocampo, is his full Do you know what I mean? He's, he's, he starts with Ian, you think, oh, here we are, dull ad. Then he goes full Colombian. This guy's going to be loose. And from watching his videos, he is the second coming, mate. Uh, 
before he signed in, we'll win the Champions League in two years. I'm convinced. <laughs> oh God! And he was born in Colombia, but plays for England, so that works. Mate, that works, works nicely. And then the other one's a revolutionary, isn't it? Um, this the keeper. I was going to say Che Adams. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but well, there's no guarantees we're getting him, surely. I don't, mate. Imagine if we uh, if we could sign those two over the line, it'd be uh, it'd be murder. She wrote, wouldn't it? It would be good. It would be good. I'm looking forward to it. Who's the best player we've ever had called Ian? In your view? Oh, how many can you think of off the top of your head? Ian Rush, Ian Snodden, Ian Westlake. Ian Thomas Moore. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of him. Well, out of that lot, uh, out of that lot, he's got to be Rush, even if he wasn't at his best when he was at Elland Road, I guess. Yeah, probably. To be fair, but Ian Westlake's got some good memories. I've got better memories of Ian Westlake than Ian Rush, so I'm going Ian Westlake. Right. Sorry, Rushy, right. you've had a shocker. Okay, and Ian Pervader, you've not got much to live up to if you do step uh, step into the camp at Elland Road. <laughs> <laughs> On the opposition forums owlstalk.co.uk there's a lot of transfer talk um, Fletcher is out for 10 weeks for them apparently they want our cast-offs Eddie and Ketcher uh, and have been linked with Connor Wickham as well they've got very little chat on the game they're talking more about transfers Gary Monk said he didn't rest players last week uh, he played those that deserve to play but a lot were calling him out for that so overall on their forum they're expecting a tough game um, but it's hard to kind of pick out what they actually think. They do, of course, those spell leads with three asterisks in the middle of the name, though. L, star, star, S. Like we're... Mate, that's, of course they do. That's why it says they hate us. And do you know what? I'm glad we're playing them today without Enketio or Wickham. Because Wickham played in that uh, drubbing, didn't he? He did. And that's a good point, in actually. We, we've got them at a good time. Miller. We've got them at a good time, haven't we? Yeah, with, with, with Fletcher missing. And Ketia should go there. And if they play him, he'll score goals. He's a very good player. I've got no doubt in that. I'd rather he went there than Bristol now because we've still got to play them uh, again. So that would be all right ish as long as they stay well off the pace. Stay well off the pace um, and take points off everybody else, right? Yeah, that's the one. So we've actually got them at a decent ish time today, I'd say. Um, but it all depends on who the referee is. So what, 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 who have we got for that? Because we've had some dodgy decisions recently. Well, thanks as ever to Joe Bedford, who has provided us the information on Twitter. Ol- My mate, El Loco Joe. El Loco Joe, indeed. Ol- Oliver- what a diamond she is. Oliver Langford is today's referee. Only refereed us once last season. It was the 1-0 win away at Sheffield United. Um, but this is the. It was rubbish then, wasn't it? Um, yeah, he was. But you kind of forget that because of that beautiful uh, Pablo Hernandez open goal. Um, that was all Jack Clark's doing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but already he's back this time for his third game of the season. Um, oh God! At Elland Road, he ref- he refereed our cup defeat at Stoke, or at home to Stoke. And- the draw. <laughs> well actually interesting it says on the prep sheet um, that it was a defeat so I think that that's another argument that Matt has won over the course of the nah, podcast and, nah, a draw. and a dr- what was definitely a draw against Derby earlier in the season so he's not oh no yeah he's not seen as win at Elland Road yet and this will be his third oh. outing 
His stats refereeing leads, uh, he's had 14 games, one seven, drawn two, lost five, 21 yellow cards and three red cards. There's a lot of cards in that, but the actual win rate doesn't seem particularly bad to me. No, but he's a chump. Um, Bamford and Berardi should be careful. The three Leeds players he sent off in the past were Berardi, Belushi and Brown. Oh dear, like, all the Bs. He likes a B. And uh, his stats referee in Sheffield Wednesday, uh, 13 games, 1-3, drawn, 4, lost 6, 20 yellow cards and no red cards. So actually his, his stats when he's referee in Sheffield Wednesday are fairly poor as well. So I don't think we can read yeah. too much into the referee today. No, well, let's hope he's uh, a complete byproduct of a Leeds United dominant performance. Eh? And one other little piece of news that came out of Elland Road this week: new park and ride opening off the M1. He attempted to try it. No, <laughs> it's only three quid per car. No, I'll park for free. Thanks, <laughs> oh. or I'll uh, I'll make my own way there and get loose. Is that what you're planning today? Nah, I'm driving today, mate. Oh, so when, at least I'm not carrying this on my own after the game. The Leeds, that squad's depleted, isn't it? So, uh, You've got to keep fighting fit, I totally agree. That's it, I'm fine solo, mate. Good, good. Uh, all right, well, predictions then, what are you thinking? I think it's going to be a really tight game. As I've uh, touched upon earlier, I think they've, they're doing all right. Um, I'm hoping with their injuries they'll have a couple of problems, but they always seem to do fairly well against us. Um, again, it's probably down to them absolutely hating us. And Gary Monk has a decent record against us. But I think Bielsa gets his first three points against Gary Monk today. And I think we edge it out by one goal. I think it'll either be 1-0 or 2-1. And I'm going to go with 2-1. I think Hernandez will come on, make the difference to get us the winner. And Bamford will get both goals today visionary very good well, what about you well, hope, what do you think I hope you're right but I'm not as optimistic as you I think that we I'm, I'm interested to see how the Arsenal game plays on people's on, on the players in particular on their um, approach to today's game because my hope is that they take it as well if we can do that to Arsenal we can do it to Sheffield Wednesday but also it might be a little bit after the Lord Mayor show potentially for the players um, after our win at Old Trafford a decade ago, we had a one-all draw with Wickham to bring us back down to earth. And I, yeah, but we we lost that game, didn't we? And if, if you think about how dominant we were, yeah, true, and didn't score, true. Surely that's hopefully going to shove a rocket fairly far up their asses. You'd hope. I, I am keeping my fingers crossed that that's the case, but I think that that coupled with Gary Monk, the Gary Monk factor, means that I'm going for a one-all draw today, um, and. My prediction is that if it is a one-all draw, that won't be the end of the world by the end of the season. But let's see. Hmm. What about your word then? What's your word? Pessimistic? <laughs> no, I'm excited like you. I'm up for it. It's. Uh, I enjoyed going to Arsenal, but it was like, we didn't get any points. Well, even if we, we didn't win, but even if we'd won, <laughs> even if we'd won, we wouldn't have got any points. Um, so it's nice to be playing for precious points to get us closer to promotion. So I'm looking forward to it. So excited is my word. How about you? Hopeful. I'm hopeful that we finally get one over Monk. Hopeful we have a big day out. Hopeful we find the back of the net. Hopeful we're top of the league by the end of it. And hopeful 
looking at the other fixtures that a few uh, a few teams do some favours. Yeah, well, we can uh, take a look, see how much of that comes off in the post-match, but I will see you at Elland Road, mate, and catch up after. So Andy, before we talk about the game, and I think that we've uh, we both probably want to put off talking about the game for as long as possible. I've just got two words for you. Go on, Ian Hart. How did we forget about him? Don't know, but I said to my brother-in-law, I said, "Oh, we think we were talking earlier about the uh, best Ians ever to play for Leeds," and he went, "Ian Hart, obviously." And I said, oh, "Actually, Andy went with Ian Westlake, which is a you know, Ian Hart. He was slow, but he wasn't Ian Westlake, was he?" No, you know, that was class. Sorry, Hearty. My Sorry, bad. Hearty. Well, it, anyway, kind of, it kind of sums up the day, doesn't it, really? <laughs> what, that we forgot Ian Hart? Well, no, I mean, like, so good in preparation, so good. We've got a few sorted, but we just can't finish the job. Oh, it's so disappointing, that result. It's hard to, it's hard to take. Hard to take. So, for those who don't know... We lost 2-0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. And do you know what? You're saying it's hard to take. It is hard to take. But do you know what? It's probably us own downfall. And we've got nobody to blame apart from ourselves for that. I think they set up and had a game plan. They weathered a storm. It went well for them. We could and should have gone in 2 or 3-0 up. And then after that, we've just left ourselves open for problems. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the size of it. Do you know that's the first game that we've lost outside of London since August? I do now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Matt. Well, actually, that's quite a good record. Just a shame that it's gone. I saw another stat earlier that Leeds have now conceded from the first shot on target faced in five of our last six championship matches. And it's happened ten times in total this, this season. Another stat that we've... Uh, that I've heard is that we've only won one in seven and it doesn't feel like that but that is not a good run at all for somebody for a team that's trying to get promoted really? yeah now I think that includes the Arsenal game which we can discount Um, and there's some draws in there obviously with West Brom Preston and Cardiff but and the one we've won was you know narrow 5-4 victory for those wondering, Kiko Kassi has conceded 76.47% of the shots on target he's faced in the last six games. Oh, that's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. He, um, I can't think of any, though, where he's been properly at fault. Today, it was the first, that first goal today was not good because you shouldn't get beaten at your near post. But at the no. same time, it, it, was a, it was a great finish, really. He hit it in exactly the right place at some pace. Well, let's break down where it actually all went wrong today for Leeds, and that's the finishing. Jack Harrison missed a really simple chance on about the 18th minute. It was a tap-in, and he's put it just wide. I think that's unfair. I don't think it was a really simple chance. I thought he'd 
No, I thought he did well. I thought he was clever to get the finish. Well, it obviously wasn't a finish, but to get the shot off that he did. And it was just a shame it didn't go the other side of the post. Mm, for me, maybe be, I'm wrong. For me, the the amount of work they uh, they do and the amount of money they get paid, that's a tapping. Um, the other, the other the, one was uh, also uh, including Jack Harrison, I think, was the... Um, the goal, Bamford's goal that was ruled out for offside. I haven't seen it back, but I've heard from those who have that it it wasn't offside, so oh. we should have been 1-0 up in the first half. Was that the one where Clicks played a beautiful crossing and Bamford yeah, edited it in? edited it in. Oh. Well, the other ones that they have missed, a lot of them are very simple chances. Hilda Costa's blazed over the bar, Bamford's blazed over the bar. A couple of them, uh, at least two, maybe three, landed on Bamford's right foot, so he... Uh, he just doesn't seem to have any ability on that side at all. Whereas if they land on his left, he's got more of a chance. But even the one that came to him on his left foot, which I thought was a a really good opportunity, he kind of spooned it at goal and it, the keeper managed to turn it around the post or it hit the post. I can't remember which one. I, th- I think it's just collectively a poor performance by, by the team. Do you uh, think so? I can't really think of anyone who stood out and had a well, good six, game 67% possession I thought we looked pretty good first half and I think we do you remember been, when Reading well, came a couple of seasons ago and they had all the possession and didn't oh. look very good yeah well we were slow with possession today we didn't really um, get going to the speed and to the you know with the incision that we normally do but we as we've already talked about we did create a lot of chances and all it needed was somebody to stick one of them away mm, it's frustrating um, I'm not questioning Marcelo here, but I think when the changes got made, the, the team dynamic changed. I thought the structure that Douglas added on the left was welcome. And I thought Click was doing really well. Yeah, it's not the first time we've said that, is it? That we make changes and we look worse afterwards. And I tend to agree with you. I think that we... Um, I think the only one that I, I agreed with really was Costa. I wasn't particularly impressed with him today. Yeah, and I think he was, he was right here or there, was he? He was neither here or there today. But he had an option, didn't he, to um, to maybe take Costa off and move things around a little bit. He could have put Alioski up on the uh, on the right wing like he was against Arsenal in that first half, and that might have been a better choice mm. than leave Douglas where he was. Yeah, it was an odd one, tricky one today. I think what it has proven is the need we desperately have for reinforcements and quality reinforcements did you listen to uh, BBC Radio Leeds on the way home I couldn't face it mate I just got into <laughs> my car and put some tunes on there were basically two camps on Radio Leeds uh, one that was everything's going to go wrong again and we need to buy at least two strikers and actually wow. Noel Whelan was in that camp as well really? and then there were there were quite a few people ringing in and um, defending Bamford and saying that in a, in a Bielsa team the midfield should be chipping in with goals, and I tend to agree with that. But not today because Bam- all you know, all the good chances, most of the good chances fell to Bamford, and um, you should have scored at least one of them. I think the other one that we haven't talked about was the Harrison header, and uh, we oh, that was at the south stand end. We oh, was yeah. the other end of the ground, but I, it looked like he should have done far better with that than he did. It was horrible. Um, one thing I am interested in I, see I'm not one of these who thinks wheels have fallen off I still think we'll be fine I just think we need a couple to get us over the line um, my question to you now Matt are we a fair weather team? in what sense? you mean in, we play better in the sunshine? 
Yeah. We don't we don't like wind. So the conditions were great today. The performance wasn't great. No, I don't think it was anything to do with the conditions. I think that Sheffield Wednesday are a tri- tricky side to play. I don't think that we've talked about them at all, but I think that they came with a bit of a bit of a game plan, which isn't much more sophisticated than most teams, which try and ride out ride out the game and snatch a winner, which is exactly what they did. Um, but they weren't an easy team to play against, and I think that actually our performance is better than we feel like it is because of the result. What I would say, though, is that I think we are... I'm really, really disappointed with the performance of the crowd today. Yep. Gonna have a go at, I'm going to have a go at the team. We've got to have a look at ourselves as fans as well because it was really quiet inside Ellen Road for most of the game. Um, once we'd gone behind, people started leaving. When the second goal went in, the place pretty much emptied. And we've stayed behind and applauded much worse teams off the pitch much yep. worse Leeds United teams off the pitch and these guys need us to stick stick by them and I think that I I feel exactly the same as everyone else I'm scared to death that we're going to do exactly the same this season and that we're going to fall fall apart and fall away um, but we're certainly not helping ourselves if we don't get behind them I'll tell you one set of people that are fantastic day out today Sheffield Wednesday fans yeah that is pretty much the perfect away day for them isn't it yeah definitely and they they finally brought some fans as well I mean normally they only are fill that away end and today for some reason they managed to you know they managed to find the M1 they managed to find Leeds they managed to afford the 35 37 quid ticket prices whatever it was there's so always an fair. excuse for them to be fair they? They, there was. They, they turned up in numbers and they've enjoyed the day out so and Gary fair Monk play. does it Gary Monk does it again I'm not sure why he's got the uh, the magic touch over Bielsa but he seems to and it's even more annoying that it's him right well let's try and find a man of the match have you got one uh, it's, it's it's between three for me I thought our three best players were the two centre-halves Ben White and Liam Cooper and Calvin Phillips just in front of them and all of the pain uh, if such as it was came down our wings really um, I thought Ben White was excellent I'm tempted even, to give it to, he, to he, he he cost us the second goal though well I was uh, what I was about to say was I was tempted to give it to Ben White but I'm going to actually give it to Calvin Phillips yeah how about you struggling and and, and that's odd I'd yeah, con- when I left when I left you at full time, you said I don't have a clue who my man of the match is going to be. So I said you had an hour or so to think about it on your way home. There, there, there were some all right performances. With, with again, I'll go back to the the fact that we've been spoiled again this season by some fantastic football, and then this happens. Um, on a, I'd, I'd like to say Jack Harrison, so, but he'd, he'd been playing well couple of decent things but he missed two guilt edge chances um, Jack Harrison was my man of the match after about 25 minutes but he didn't keep it up for the whole, yeah. whole game but like you said he kept making some pretty good runs that nobody could uh, nobody was spotting or picking out I'd, I'd go with Calvin like you but again I felt like he was a little bit off the boil I'm just not sure mate I'm struggling to find one well, that probably suggests that we weren't weren't at the races. 
there was, there was no standout performer for me, um, which is it's quite troubling to say. I agree with what you said earlier that I don't didn't think Click deserved to be taken off. I could understand maybe he's tired because he's played an awful lot of football. In fact, there was a what were we talking about before the game? A stat that he's played more. Um, the he most games consecutively 75 consecutive starts for a midfielder and that's and that, uh, the most since Gordon Strachan who got 81 yeah so I can understand if he was tired maybe but I, I think he's an important player for us and I agree that we didn't look as good when he came off Jordan Stevens, as great as he seemed when he came on at, at Arsenal um, didn't really deliver for us so we definitely need some new players um, well, but it's you know not what? like go on I'm just going to call it a bad day at the office. I'm not going to get too beat down by today. Yeah, well, I think that everybody will look at it and say that we're on a bad run. But when you look at the teams that we play, we're getting a lot of difficult fixtures out of the way at this stage in the season. Preston at home was never going to be easy. West Brom away was never going to be easy. Sheffield Wednesday at home was never going to be easy. So it's a massive, massive shame that we've lost. But by God, we don't want to be pressing the panic button. And as Um, I say, it's all self-inflicted today. We, we yeah. easily could and probably should have won that game in the first half, but we haven't. It was a bit similar to some of those games earlier on in the season, wasn't it? Yes, very much so. But I'll tell you what, if that referee turns up again, we'll know that we're in for a hard time because he's been to Ellen Road three times this season now and still hasn't seen us win. It was bad for both teams today. There were some awful decisions, but let's finish off because we're both fed up. You're on with it. <laughs> what, what's your word? Uh, my word is gutted because um, I think that's the most disappointed I've been all season after a game. Now, um, yeah, when that when that first goal went in, there was a a bit of rage inside, and it's it, it all boils down to that fear that we're going to just do it again, and I can't I can't face it. So I'm really gutted, and I'm just grateful that we've got a trip to London next week to put it all right. <laughs> Well, that was going to be my word. <laughs> Go on, what's your word? Break. We're going to break the London curse. We're going to go to QPR. We're going to win. We're going to break out of this little bit of a blip. And we're going to break our way back a little breathing space away from the teams below us and get back on top and uh, hopefully go ahead of West Brom or a point ahead of us now. Well, I will uh, keep my fingers crossed and hope that you're right, mate. But um, I think that was one to forget today and we just need to move on as quickly as possible. Right, well, Matt's going to get back to his holidays. We'll catch you for the QPR game. Visit us at leadsthat.com to visit, uh, check out the rest of our pods and our interview podcast. We've got one coming up shortly and we'll catch up soon. Podcast Network.